The savings rock when you find a new way to roll. Like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. Well, okay, come up with a different intro because we're not doing that one. So I don't know why you try to tank your career. Okay, so I had a dream last night that I was eating a hamburger and they had baked pickles into the bread. Was not a dream. Was not a dream. All right, that's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. We got uh, really creative dreamer Henry Zabrowski. That's what I do. I have different types of dreams. You know, I had a dream the other night. You were, they're all about food. I had a strange dream. Apparently, dr- food dreams are about sex. So no, they're about either, food. Either way, I wake up hard. As right. a birch tree. <laughs> That's one of the hardest trees. Each, each, each day I wake up like that. No, I, uh-huh. I, I had this really strange dream mm-hmm. where my landlord came into the room at night. Like, apparently, like he, he gave me a bottle of wine for Christmas, which is true, right? Okay. And I drank it. I got real sleepy, and I fell asleep on my couch. Right. I had this crazy dream where my landlord like came into the living room, and he took off my pants, and he started sucking my dick. Started sucking your dick. Wow, you yeah. have a lot of dreams about people sucking your dick. This, Men sucking your dick. I'm just yeah. saying. It's food was, or your landlord's that was like day. a dream, right? No, no, it was not. <laughs> was it? A, it was. A, you were drugged and violently molested. All right. Well, speaking of drugging and uh, violently molesting people, uh, today's subject loves dr- love drugs, and he certainly uh, loved violence and molesting people. Of course, we're discussing, uh, this is our second heavy hitter. Third. third. Third heavy hitter, Richard Ramirez. The Night Stalker himself, and let's play his theme song. Where is he going to? Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. Is this, are we on I-95? What highway are we on? This guy is the real deal. Richard Ramirez was the devil walking the earth. Sociopath. (laughs) He is the scariest, most despicable, most evil serial killer that has ever existed on American soil. Like, I am now completely, upon this round of research, like, it's it's mind-blowing that he even existed. It's like he was a Hitler type. Like, he was a person that only lived to create mayhem and destruction. There was no chance to save him. Very, very bad public speaker. Not one with (laughs) words, though. I wouldn't equate him to Hitler, per se. No, but you know, he actually talked pretty well like he, he yeah. has like a good statement like he has a really interesting idea about the nature of evil like he talks about it all over the place yeah so you're He's, fascinated by this man's I'm theory i'm fascinated by him yeah. yeah all right marcus well let's get into the that sto- was so but that was the song night prowler by acdc yeah, i wanted it to be highway to hell no, but that's but not his favorite off of that Night Prowler is off the album Highway to Hell. I know Night Prowler was his Night Prowler was his favorite song. It contains the lyrics 
Was that a noise outside your window? What's that shadow on the blind as you lie there naked like a body in a tomb? Suspended animation mm. as I slip into your room. Yeah, it's well, like, well, I'm pumping myself up for the podcast. I listen to that Prego commercial jingle over and over again. <laughs> Which again, one is that? Up, you and I just like I've put on a chef's you. hat and I, I fucking trot around my living room. <laughs> oh, is that Yeah, something? that's how I get into character for last podcast. Oh, mm. very interesting. Yeah, because normally I'm very sophisticated and so yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> um, all right. So Richard Ramirez, he was known alternately. He had possibly the most media names out of any of the serial killers. And, of course, the Night Prowler is the one that he wanted to be called. Mm-hmm. Yes. He was known as the Valley Intruder, the Midnight okay. Stalker, the one. Walking Killer, the Screen Door Intruder. All yeah. right, what do we got here? Screen door uh, intruder or walk-in killer. What's worse? I feel like screen door intruder might be the worst name I've ever heard for screen a serial door killer. Intru- you, mean a re- you mean to really tell me that Night Stalker, like someone who was trying to change the Night Stalker. <laughs> right. Night Stalker is the most incredible nickname that you could possibly I have. I want to see the editor for the New York Post or whatever the L.A. paper LA was. Times the is the L.A. Yeah. Times. The L.A. Times cover. All right, who's got some ideas? You got some ideas? Go. Uh, I'm thinking the, the screen door intruder. I want him to Gary, call you're fired. the silent cougar of Mayhem. Bob, you're also fired. Does anybody have a name? Thank God I wanted to be fired. I'm going to make my own brand of English muffins. <laughs> All right, you're hired. I don't, want you to, I don't want you to achieve your dreams. What about my nooks and crannies? You're you out of here. Nooks and crannies? Thomas is English. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But he matter. also had nicknames as a kid because, as we'll get into it, he's mm-hmm. very much so, uh, I, I compare him immediately to Ted Bundy. Where, like, yes. You talk about Ted Bundy, the most dangerous man in America. The, he was legitimately, during his reign of terror from 84 to 85, he was the scariest motherfucker that was around. He was, he was. a capable, intense Unstoppable killer. We already even talked about this. If he, if he had just worn a fucking mask, yeah. no one would have found him. Probably he would not. Have been ever. Gone. He killed well, all over Los Angeles. He drove to San Francisco. We're going to cover everything, of course. Of course, um, of course. But he also had nicknames growing up. Uh, they called him Dedos, and they called him. Uh, it was a uh, uh, Ricky Rabone. Mm-hmm. Which Ricky means, Rabone. Yeah, which is means uh, Ricky the robber, Ricky the thief. And well, that's not a good nickname. Just like Ted Bundy, he grew up in a semi-normal. Like he's grew up in a, with a semi-normal family, but well, he was a, a constant thief. We'll get into the family nah. semi. The, the emphasis on semi-normal, but I would say uh, in Bundy's defense, uh, <laughs> I think that Bundy was a little bit superior just because of his uh, the, the length of his reign. Number one, and uh, he crossed state lines. I don't know, Mr. but Ramirez, Bundy Bundy was extremely organized. Richard Ramirez was not organized whatsoever. But that's what made him more dangerous. And Richard Ramirez, agree with that. But he, Richard Ramirez. It's also what makes him a better OK Cupid date. Spontaneity, <laughs> having something to he say at the drop a of a lot hat. Of fun on how about we? <laughs> how about we break Try into San Francisco door. and rape a seven-year-old? <laughs> how about we don't? That's another good idea. But no, he uh, he held Los Angeles in a grip of fear. Mm-hmm. He was convicted like, of killing 13 people, proven to have killed 16, mm-hmm. and was suspected in another four. Yeah. All right, so let's get into it, Marcus. What happened to this guy at a young age that possibly prompted him to become First one of, of all, the most vicious serial killers in American history? It's it's El Paso, right, that he yeah, was born he, in? he was born in El Paso. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, the Alamo song, right? Whatever it is, you know? Down in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. And then this guy came into our apartment. I was really in love with her. And he stabbed her a bunch of times in front of me. And then he cut my throat out, too. So it was really bizarre. Marty Robbins, my friend. One of my favorites. That's the, uh, that's the uh, uncut Marty Robbins. El Paso. So uh, he was born the youngest of six. 
Okay. He had face, please. <laughs> have some respect. For our Spanish listeners, this is, goes out to you guys. This is yeah. right. As a matter of fact, uh, yeah. this is probably, uh, I'm going to say it perhaps out of ignorance, but I would say that this is the greatest uh, Hispanic serial killer that we've seen in America. In America, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Because they have, South America has some pretty intense, massive, like the, the, yes. the child killer, I forget his name, it's like Eduardo something. He killed something like 230 orphan kids. But the thing is, they don't count orphan kids because they're just shadows. Sure, and I think that <laughs> yeah. that's rude. You gotta count kids. Um, but yes, yeah, so Richard Ramirez. Yeah, he, uh, his father was named uh, Julian Ramirez, okay. and his mother was named Mercedes So they're Ramirez. Polish? They're Polish, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's correct. Uh, his father was extremely violent. He had that old Latin temper, as you they see, say. You see, but I feel like, again, it's yeah. just the time, it's the immigrant parents, you see that a lot, like, they, it's, it's he just got beat. There are a lot of people who get beat and don't well, turn you know, into the most vicious serial killer of all time. I would argue that I did not grow up in the most peaceful of households, and at no point uh, did I uh, decide to go through somebody's uh, screen door and, uh, and rape and murder. Their entire, you, I mean, you've uh, never life. done it. Never done it. Yeah. yeah. You know. uh, well, not all of us. I feel like there is a lot, but I do think, I mean, this is all, but this is very common with these serial killers. Everyone's like, but their father was mean to him back in the day. It was, was nice. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't nice being a kid. Kid is being a kid is essentially being a slave. You're owned by you your are. parents. You put in a giant prison institution that is not in school. Every I don't want to be a Kissel. A Kissel. <laughs> Who wants to be a Kissel? Yeah, I want to be a Jordan. To be, yeah, you know? a Jordan. Be a, of the Jordan family. Yes, that's a great last name. That's my middle name. That's a nice middle name, Marcus Jordan yeah. Parks. Yeah, I wanted to be Sanchez. Sanchez. Yeah. Enrique Sanchez. But instead, Henry Zabrowski. Ugh, yuck. It's, it's unique. It's fine. So at the age of two years old, he uh-huh. had the first of what happened to many serial killers when they were young children, mm-hmm. the first of two Massive head injuries. Okay. It's really interesting because John Wayne Gacy mm-hmm. had the massive head injury. This reminds yeah. me of a story when I was a kid. I used to somersault into the same corner of the wall. Does that what it reminds you of that? Yeah. <laughs> That's really it. amazing. I just thought of it. Uh, Were you anyway. just a giant autistic monster? <laughs> yeah, it was sort of like a melon head uh, for those referencing uh, the last episode. Melon head's the greatest of all the freaks. A dresser fell on top of Richard Ramirez when he was two years old. Okay. Took 30 stitches to stitch up his forehead. Damn. Three years later when he was five, he was knocked unconscious by a swing at a park, which I believe was the same thing that happened to John Wayne Gacy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And he start, and uh, Ramirez started to experience epileptic seizures, eventually stopped when he was in his early teens. I was watching The Great Richard Ramirez Born to Kill. I love my favorite serial Is killer doc series. Is it called The Great Richard Ramirez Born to Kill? No, it's the, it, there's, a, a UK, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. there's a UK series called Born to Kill, okay. which is my favorite serial killer. It's a great serial killer documentary series. Yes, that's yes. what I'm saying. Yeah. Sure. It's a great documentary. And they were talking about in elementary school, they, they interviewed a woman that grew up with him and she's like, Ricky always used to sleep behind me and stab me with his pencil. And I go, stop it, Ricky. Mm-hmm. Stop it. And he go, no, me no stop it. <laughs> and and those, then he you know. take me with the pencil <laughs> and then he fall down. He shake. He shake like four minutes. Like, that's, that's, that's just that's a turnation. cute little kid story, you know? <laughs> That's just a cute Richard Ramirez story there. Dime a dozen, huh? Ricky always telling jokes, walking me to school. She was very sweet. Very gentle little. She sounds exceptionally lucky. I mean, to be poked by a pencil by Richard Ramirez. She has that sort of eternal housemaid accent. Yeah, Yeah. sure. She Uh, sounds like the woman that used to clean up my uh, parents' office and uh, sell us tamales. (laughs) 
I love a good tamale. Yeah. And I love a good worker. And thank it's you. Like, and, and it could be racist if it just it, was real. You know, yeah. it wasn't totally Her name real. was Rosa. Yeah. Rosa. She babysat us sometimes. She had chickens. It was wonderful. And Rosa was a wonderful woman. And uh, all of our hardworking public servants out there, thank you for what you do. If you're a house cleaner, you're trying or, to, what that, is, is that I, your euphemism yes, for Mexicans? Is no, I'm servants? not. No, I am just saying <laughs> that I respect people of who course, have yes. jobs that I could literally never do because I'm a messy American pig. Let's get started. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just thanking people who have jobs. Uh, it's around this time in his early teens when he also started sleeping in a local cemetery to escape his father. That's but, cool. but but that's just most- like I used to do that with a, a girl I dated in college. We used to go hang out in a cemetery. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I used what to hang part out of in that cemetery- story is a lie. You know, girl. Yeah, ah, I it. dated plenty of girls. <laughs> <laughs> dated, uh, but even mo- dated. <laughs> now, now, if I stare, I stared at you for thirty-five seconds. So we're Tell dating me. now. Hey, um, um, yeah. you want to do this burrito, a lady in the tramp style? Uh, fucking never mind. I want it for myself. Uh, yeah. So impression of me, thanks to me. <laughs> I want to see you burrito with a lady lady in the trips. Oh, I will fucking marry the woman who wants to do it. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. So what was ab- absolutely more influential than sleeping in cemeteries was his cousin Mike. Now, now, cousin Mike is like, do you, have you ever seen, um, uh, you, oh, everyone has seen uh, t- uh, Tommy, the Who's Tommy? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, um, what's his name, uh, uh, Cousin Eddie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fiddling about. <laughs> Fiddling about. Oh, my. I don't think I've actually seen that. <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. Now, Cousin Mike, so he was a very good cousin to him, and he, he taught Ramirez all the wonderful ways of being an upstanding citizen? I mean, well, he was a cousin. Cousin, and he taught him a lot of things. He taught oh, okay. him things. He taught okay. him many things. Now, he was a former Green Beret. He was what, in what war was uh, Mike Vietnam. in? Vietnam. Yeah. Oh, so no PTSD. The bad one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he brought back from Vietnam Polaroids. You ask, what were these Polaroids of? Let Pictures of him helping children? Spring rolls. <laughs> Is that right? Just good old comrades just, getting along? Yeah, it was Instagram. Yeah, he was <laughs> Instagram. Pictures of all, look at my food. Just mimosas. That's great. <laughs> no, it was him raping Vietnamese women. Oh. Uh, it was him decapitating Vietnamese women. Oh. Him torturing Vietnamese women. Selfie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, should I put a sepia filter on this dead woman? <laughs> Weird. Uh, and, of course, he's also the guy that introduced Richard to marijuana. Okay. Uh, I mean, but marijuana should have helped him. Do we have thought, you would I mean, think with the seizures and things, it may it, I mean, it was a gateway I mean, thing. You know, him. his uh, seizures yeah. did stop around the time that he started smoking marijuana. They, there's a lot possible. of people that it's been used in Parkinson's research and stuff like that. It's Parkinson's, great. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and you ask, what did Mike teach him? Uh, Mike taught him about his combat experiences, mm-hmm. including uh, stealth. And uh, secrecy. And how to kill someone uh, in one shot. Yeah, how to okay. kill someone it was very kind of quickly. Like and a very big secretly. brother program for serial killers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. If you want to become a serial killer, you need a cousin. Cousin Mike. Mike. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And in 1973, on May 4th, that's when Mike finally lost his mind. And okay. right in front of little Richie, as they called him, Mike shot his wife in the face. In the face. Now, well, then that's what you're saying, too. The, the thing about it is, like, this process started when uh, when Richard Richie was, f- uh, when he was 12 mm. and so the 
there is again, when we see over and over again, the sexual impulse. At this point, like your sexuality is changing. Mm-hmm. His yeah. cousin was like, this is how you get sex. You take it. You look, you take, you kill, you right. rob, you murder. It's about that. He creates this image in his head. And that's where like, where Richard has to meet him halfway, has to meet the impulses halfway. Instead of being disgusted and being like, what the hell are you doing, cousin Mike? He loved it. Mm-hmm. It it made him hard. Well, his stories yeah. made years him old. hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and Mike, obviously, he looked up to him. So Mike shot his wife in front of him. And you know what? I think it's interesting whenever we do this, and this is why I love uh, our Heavy Hitters episodes, you never heard Richie Ramirez. <laughs> Richie, yeah. Richie Ramirez is just like the Richie! Night- Richie! He's the guy who hugs you when you walk into Walmart. Like, that's Richie Ramirez, you know? <laughs> He's like playing bongos. Richie Ramirez and his mumbo fight. It could have been a whole different I Love Lucy. It is a totally different I Love Lucy. But it's just Lucy's like tied up by the, by the fucking the ankles yeah. and he's cutting a pentagram into her chest. Right, right. Well, she messed up at the chocolate factory, so he obviously she needed really to really like Lucy. Yeah, he's murdering her. <laughs> now you can stream the live TV you love for just 40 bucks a month with Sling TV. Get your favorite channels and shows for the best price. If you want live sports, Sling has all the football playoffs and pro and college basketball. Stay up to date with breaking news from around the world with MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News. Sling also has reality, TV, popular entertainment, kid shows, and more. Sling costs almost half as much as other live TV providers, so you can watch more and pay less. Sling is easy. Sign up in minutes, stream at home or on the go on up to three devices, and record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. Get flexible channel lineups that put you in control. Pause, change, or cancel your service at any time. You'll never get locked into a long-term contract. Check out Sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you love. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace! With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website, all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what's new. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses Filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay, because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt and not only are you going to get the judge reinhold sitting on the clydesdale entire series clothes and non-clothes what we also are going to offer and i mean this we're trying to get into draft rides i brought this up the other day we got to start riding other animals but horses take pictures of the horses photoshop the horses into other celebrities but stop riding them save a horse ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. 
Um, but it is fascinating because you just never hear these are these are children. Yeah, it's, he's twelve years old, and uh, obviously, you know, I think I think he was born a sociopath. He was born. Um, that's the, the the question comes up all the time. He was born with the perfect serial killer deck. He was yes, born to again. do this. Yeah, yeah. Again. But of course, Richie uh, does sort of humanize him in a in a very bizarre way. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Richie makes him seem because he was a kid. I was even I was sitting and I was like reading it and I was like, it's that dumb thing always that they say of like all these people used to be kids. They were yeah. all kids at some point. Like, you got to kill all the kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you see a kid, kill him now. You got to murder him now before they murder you. Oh, there's, there's a serial killer eggs walking around. <laughs> yeah, they're right. learning their letters and they're sure. fucking learning about colors. And so Martin they Luther can King. write Helter Skelter yeah. on the door when they murder your family. <laughs> You're talking about the things mm. that build a serial killer, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So far, we've got, of course, he was born, something was off. Then he has right. the head injury. Head injury. Right. Then he has cousin Mike. Then he has and his father beating the crap out of him. He has the father beating the other the... stuff. He didn't do the bedwetting. He didn't do animal torture. Not that we know of. Not that we know of. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then another piece falls into place, which I think, ex- I mean, this is very underrated as far as what contributed to him becoming the Night Stalker. He moved in with his sister, Ruth, and her husband was a notorious peeping Tom. Yeah. He would take Richard, a fucking 13 year old hmm. kid, along with him on Peeping Tom expeditions. So some parent some parents take their children to work. You know, yeah, like the, yeah, like the yeah. CEO of, of Whole Foods, you know, come and see how I run a company. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, says he like, had, no, uh, little Richie, this is how you stand on the garbage can uh-huh. so you can see the girl's bush in there. I'm just so bored. I don't think I have the patience for it. <laughs> Shut up, Richie. You'll get used to You'll it. You'll like it. And it's also around this time that Richie began experimenting with acid for the first time. Around ninth grade is when he started experimenting with acid, and it's also when he started getting into Satanism and into ACDC, his favorite fucking band in the world. Which rules. They still got it. They still get to it. it. I've just never listened to ACDC and been like, I'm going to take these lyrics seriously. (laughs) I'm going to follow that highway to hell. I thought that ACDC is just meant to, like, you know, shotgun beers to. Exactly. It's not supposed to be. It's hard party, and you're supposed to be like waving your shirt around your right. head and it's good like having like a girl named rosie on your on your shoulders <laughs> i never saw a pair of boobs that weren't covered in beer yeah. that's, AC/DC. that's acdc that's acdc yeah that's but the, he again though there are people that did acid when they were younger because acid when i started taking acid and doing hallucinogens you have that idea of like universal consciousness sure. you get all hippie you're well, like the, last thing you want, the last thing you want to do is be splashing blood all over your torso as you stab it. a woman to death it seems kind of intense it seems awful i don't even want to have a five-hour energy drink and do acid that's you know right I mean? because it's too much i can't even have a conversation <laughs> over like can you get me a beer from the fridge i'll just get it myself i don't want confrontation yeah no confrontation <laughs> none yeah but obviously he saw the world in a different he, way. Yeah, he got yes. fueled into it. Yes, yes. he did. He so, became a distancer. And it's Instead a, of like involving himself with the universe, right. it distanced him from reality. Very interesting. And that's a, that is a bizarre, I would say, not the norm of most psycho, uh, psychedelic drugs. No, he did most it wrong. Most of them do make you, uh, you know, relatively um, at one with the world. It's supposed yeah. to do that. Right, yeah. like it's not supposed to turn you into a serial killer. So, so we got double brain drama. We got a father beating him. We got Mike shooting his uh, wife in front of him. We got him sleeping in graveyards. We got marijuana. Yeah, and, he uh, went and to acid. the fucking Eagle Scout system of being a serial yep. killer yeah. thanks he's, to his family and he's the a peeping, peeping Tom. Tom. Yep. And before he was even out of high school, he had his first rape. 
Yes, because wow. he got, but he didn't get convicted. Do you get a letter not get, jacket for that? <laughs> Do you get it? I mean, because, yeah, you know. I don't think you get a cord at graduation. <laughs> you don't. You don't no. get the rape cord? No, he worked at the Holiday Inn, uh, and Oof. he got a key card to one of the rooms, uh, forced his way into the room, and uh, tried to rape, rape the wife while the husband was out of the room. The husband comes back, finds him doing it, beats him unconscious. Yeah. Beats the ever-loving piss out hey, of him. Richie, how long did you think it was going to take him to get the fucking ice? Well, the big you know? thing is also is that Richard Ramirez is not that big of a guy. No, like, he's, he's not. Like, he's sweetie. So, he's really. He's about my size. He's actually. your size. Yeah, and he's so my the, height, my weight. Right, but you're yeah, sharp. Yeah, looking just like you. Yeah, kind of looks just like you. Isn't that? That he's got much prettier smile. hair than I do. <laughs> Say yeah. what you will about Richard Ramirez. His hair is beautiful. He's got he some beautiful hair. hair. Yeah. yeah. No, but he, uh, yeah, th- that's a problem. So that's why from then on, I'm sure that that failed rape was yeah. a thing that went through his head forever of just being like, I will never be out of control. That, needs to, be a, that needs to be a Pert Plus commercial. Well, <laughs> just, just a woman getting stabbed to death by Richard Ramirez and just have a thought bubble be like, but look at that hair. Look at that hair. What you know, but what's Richard the Ramirez doing this shiny, like, the hair thing? Yeah. Yeah. Even in terrible. prison, his hair was immaculate. It was. It was. It's just it's it's one great. of those sad facts yeah. of life. You know, he just, some people are born with stuff like yeah, that. He was yeah. born with it. With okay. he, a lot of stuff he was born you know with. How many nice, you know how many nice guys are out there that are, that are bald? That's rude. Yeah, you know, that's I have a, I've had back hair since I'm nine. That's right. <laughs> You know? That's not right. That's that's terrible. It's terrible. The anyway. reason the reason why the rape never uh, why he was never convicted for it, he was never even charged with it because the couple refused to testify, which was a big thing. Well, you no, know, for years, it? for decades, rape charges wouldn't go to trial because the victims wouldn't want to go through the humiliation yes. of right. an actual trial because and, it, te- and testify. Yeah, yeah. because mm. back then, especially before, like you know, victim blame now. has been going on for so long, yeah. and police officers are like, yeah, so what'd you do to make them do it? You know, yeah. it's like right. over and over. Well, again. you know, it's so fascinating. Uh, I. Did grand jury duty in Kings County, Brooklyn here, and I'll tell you, Williamsburg is not Brooklyn. Uh, much no. more like Williamsburg, Virginia, as I like to say, very white. Um, but we white. <laughs> That's fine. Sure, sure, fine. Sure, white. sure, sure. White. What, what Williamsburg, it's Virginia. Um, but it was it was disgusting. We had to watch a 15 minute uh, sexual assault. The man never actually got to rape her. Uh, but it was it was violent enough. Wait, you to said be never got actually. Well, got he never to did. Rape her. I mean, I, I took it as a di- I took it a different way. I mean, <laughs> That's I, your brain, I chose but- to give him the benefit. I just, I mean, I could have taken it that way. But I chose to give you the benefit of the thank doubt. Thank you, Marcus. <laughs> Not thank you, Henry. But so we watched this, and I'm thinking, grand jury duty. We'll just send this right to trial. It won't be a problem. Literally, uh, the first four questions were from like a dude from Barbados, Hispanic guy, and they were like, "Why was she out so late? Why was she wearing a dress that short? Why was Christ. she drunk? Why was she alone?" I freaked out, and I was the scary white guy from then on. I Hell was yeah, great. that's what you got to do. Um, you got to play that card every once in a while. And yeah, this is, do. of course, 2013 <laughs> at the time, and you can imagine uh, late 70s, mm. where where the, with the stigma was on rape. Oh, yeah. My God. And so this poor woman. I mean, and this, how old was he when that happened? That was like, what, was 16? Like 16. Yeah. 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 He was in high school. I mean, because, of course, he was a high school dropout. Yes. He did not graduate. He did not graduate, do which is fight? another one of those things where, you know, when they do, like, these people didn't graduate from high school. Right. So it was like Jim Henson, Johnny right, Carson, right, right. and then Bill Richard Gates. Ramirez. Yeah. yeah. And, of um, course, this, you, uh, what, what was that interview like when he got the job? For Holiday Inn, he's like, I just like to see what everybody looks like when they're sleeping. Well, Can we love imagine- good customer service. <laughs> That's right. Can you imagine a better job for the? He's a peeping tom. All he wants to, I mean, you get a, a screen door intruder. Because you yeah, like, how many? I was like, I've lived out of hotels. You spend yeah. a lot of time in hotels. You treat it like your house. You right. don't even. You forget that you have a human being. I don't have like you know. You He's just coming leave, into your house. You leave cum everywhere. Yeah. You're like <laughs> in a hotel room. You're just you're nasty. The rooms because you're just right. living in private, and they walk right in there. 
And if you and were, he, he could just stay play with your stuff. If you're a listener and you have any like maid experience or any sort of Ugh. like a hospital or uh, any any experience where you walk into random people's rooms, I would love send in your horror stories because I'm yeah. sure you've seen some fucked it's up weird shit. shit I imagine. But what a great job for a young Richie to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really Richie ideal. really struck gold with that. He did. Yeah. Well, after he fucked it up by trying to rape a woman. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. We're he, back to that. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Uh, at 18, he moved out to Southern California Woo. where he. He would so live go. out the rest of his days. Going out west where the chicks are hot. I'm gonna get a new place and get some jobs. Step, 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 I actually do think that that was, uh, what's the name of the Beach Boy? Was what? Brian was, Wilson? I think that was Brian Wilson's lyrics for that song. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And Mike, yeah, Mike Love is just going yeah. like, hey, hey, Brian, man, I don't want to step on your groove or nothing. Right. But I think we need to give a second revision to these lyrics because this is about being a serial killer. <laughs> and we should be writing about surfing in cars. Oh, you know? uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you something right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I mean, it wouldn't surprise you to know that Richard Ramirez did not have the best diet in the world. Mm-hmm. He lived okay. on convenience store food. Okay. Uh, his t- Teeth rotted out, and he suffered. And then there's also from- something too with Ted Bundy doing the high sugar d- diet uh, mm-hmm. defense. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Richie's uh, Richie's fucking teeth were rotted out of his head, and he had horrible halitosis, which was something that almost every victim who survived would pin on him. What's after yeah? He said disgusting. Halitosis is chronic bad breath. Yeah, and, and oh, he also, and so he went to Skid Row, and it awful. became like yeah. Skid Row, L.A. became his perfect home. All he did was drugs and party and fuck prostitutes and hang out in Skid Row, steal stuff, steal and, cars, and this at this time. Skid Row, it was much like Times Square of New York, Worse. right? I mean, it was actually where people that were just out of prison went. Barely any better. It's barely any better now. I drove down there because I looked because the where the hotel where he lived yeah. was where that Asian woman went missing like last year. That oh. was found in the water. Yeah, uh, found in the water well above it. That. Yeah, that was the same hotel. And so I drove down there, and that place is a fucking nightmare. It's right. a. It's still exactly the same. It's wow. a huge uh, war zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's violent stuff. You know what? We really don't know much about the first three years that Richard Ramirez lived in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's kind of like when was... Jesus disappeared. <laughs> yeah. During the, from right 12 before... to 33. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't really know a whole lot about <laughs> right, it. Right, 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 right. Uh, so in those three years, He I invented mean... the pizza. <laughs> I did not know that. Wow. Well, I'll yeah. believe it because you said Jesus did it. <laughs> well, he no doubt had a lot of breaking and entering uh, at sure. this time. And we don't know if he raped anyone. We don't know if he killed anyone. Although, if he would have killed someone, he would have told us about it. Because yes. he was not shy about talking about what he right. did. He was spread. He was spreading his satanic message. Yeah. That's the one well, thing no, about he him. Too, he embraced Satanism yet? No, he has. He had since he was twelve. Yeah. Oh, he yes, embraced that. Yeah. Well, about fourteen. Yeah. yeah. He is a person that um, actually had. That's why I was saying it's like when you listen to him talk, he really did have a point of view. Like he felt that he was doing what he was doing for a purpose, which is basically saying like everybody lives in a prison. I'm right. the only free man you'll meet. Of course. And I mean, you're like, getting that from the more. Clip. No, but there's another interview that yeah. he did yeah. that it's the same. He said Which, the same exact thing. Uh, he I'm, loves to talk. This yeah. will be, uh, well, I mean, I suppose this will be, uh, we're doing our last uh, podcast on the left, uh, live show tonight, and there are some great Maury Povich uh, interview footage with Richard Ramirez. Man, that audi- those schmuck. big fat people in that audience don't like Richard Ramirez. No, they don't. It just scowls. It just covers the audience. It just, people just going like, 
I can't believe it. Someone would be like that. It is so bizarre because you're watching this man who has murdered multiple people. He's an awful human being that needs to burn in hell forever. And you look at Mori Povich and you're like, he's worse. You're, you're the, <laughs> you're the other worse. side of the worst. You're yeah. the devil. And then, yeah. then you just have fat audience members all around. It's no, like, it made Richard Ramirez look reasonable. It did. It's, it's awful. Anyway, so Richard Ramirez, he's, he's on uh, Skid yeah. Row three years, hanging out. Hanging out. And his first murder... We actually did not find out about his first murder until 2009 when DNA mm-hmm. evidence linked him. Huh. His first murder was a nine-year-old girl. Yeah, you notice now, too, it's because like his first, because did he, did he sexually assault her, too? Did, that, did it start with that or did it escalate to that? Uh, I believe, what do you mean? Did he, did he start sexually yeah, uh, assaulting because he didn't her really and then it escalated to murder? He, no, he uh, didn't start including sexual assault into his murders, his official murders, until like right. four in. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, I'm certain, I'm certain that was really easy. Because you notice it's this kind of the same thing that uh, you'll see with the Boston Strangler, which we'll cover at some point. He preyed upon very easy people to murder. Like yeah. he, he went oh, after yeah. right. the elderly and alone people, single women. Like he went after anybody that was easy to get. Yeah, I mean not it's always. And, and I mean he folks. sometimes he he uh, he would pick houses at random. There were a couple of times where he uh, attacked couples. Like not Richard, necessarily you're talking about Richard Ramirez. Yeah, 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 Richard Ramirez. Yeah, 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 yeah but no. it's kind of like if you're on a home run streak, you just swing in a bunch of pitches. <laughs> yeah, he's just on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't miss. It's like uh, it's like when uh, Michael Jordan scored that uh, fifty points. It's game. just like that. Uh, and he just couldn't miss. He said that he saw the hoop was very big and the yeah. ball was very yeah. small, and he just threw it right in there. So his second murder was an old lady named Ginny Vicow. He stabbed her repeatedly while okay. she was asleep. He slashed her throat so deeply that she was almost decapitated. And that's what we're saying. Did not rape her though and before he got to his second murder though he moved over to kidnapping and raping little girls for a little bit mm-hmm. oh, okay. the first one was a six-year-old girl he took her from he got a- it in there <laughs> so you. he took the little girl stuffed her in a laundry bag molested her and then dumped her in a nearby location that's just I mean, like the worst form like, of santa claus he's like the boogeyman <laughs> yeah. he's like the old man like get my gunny sack little girl <laughs> yeah like, that's that's no, Boogie he was Man a fucking stuff. monster. He was, yeah, he was, and then it was a big thing as him, him testing the water and finding how fucking capable and evil he can be. But you were, saying but that- then he also jumps. Mo's like he does real so up close. Much. It's really interesting because the next one he shot that woman in the head. The next one he goes to Maria Hernandez and Dale Ozazaki, who were roommates. Maria mm-hmm. Hernandez, she's coming home from work one night. She pulls into the garage. Richard Ramirez, he sidles up, and this is by the way after he had raped and killed or raped and uh, dumped another little girl. This yeah. is all in the same night. No, 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 no. Oh, this, this is, is not over, the same night. He, this he, is over, uh, the little girl was uh, in February of 1985. This is less than a month later. Well, okay. his first kill, the first kill that happened of the of the uh, seven-year-old woman that he nearly decapitated, that was in, like, March of June, 1984. June of 84. So he had, like, a six-month, like, what they call hibernation period yeah. between, short, and then he... Turned it on. Like, once 1995 turned over, he ran 1985. But just real quick, Mark, as a question for you. Uh, so you said that uh, he, he always confessed to the crimes, but DNA evidence in 09 got him uh, yes. convicted of, the, so of he another never crime. Con- he never confessed to killing a nine-year-old girl. He never did. Okay, so maybe he did feel a little bit of uh, guilt or shame for murdering a child. Yeah. I don't think he did because do. no, because I mean the last crime that we were, we'll get it into the second maybe episode. It was sort the of last like crime the... he does, he purposefully rapes an eight year old boy. Like right. he's yeah. no, he's not. He yeah. has no scruples. No, okay. no, he's not. He feels not an inch of shame. I bet he just forgot that he did it. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I bet that there was a period of time that he was doing lots of fucked up shit. Probably a lot of During drugs that three too, hour yeah. that that three year time period that there's no official news on him. He was probably out 
doing everything. Yeah. Now, Marcus, my second question to you, is it possible that this girl was the rainmaker from the from the movie Looper? What is it? What Rainmaker from what? the movie Looper? What? Looper. what? Are you making fan fiction? Looper. Are you just like you I'm just talking? Write, you're just writing <laughs> science fiction. You're just, Rainmaker from yeah, the movie. Yeah, it's like saying like, oh yeah, it's in the Harry Potter and Hermione double team fucking Hogwarts or whatever that guy's name is. Dumbledore was there. I don't know. Oh yeah, it was did Gandalf come? Uh, the movie Looper. Though. You know who could have stopped this whole thing was Aragorn. Aragorn could have stopped that Richard All right, Ramirez. Don't bring Lord of the Rings in. Don't bring they it will in. Use the nine rings of men. <laughs> All right, so he's on a tear. He's on a tear, and in 1985, this is when he really starts to run. He attacks Maria Hernandez, 22-year-old girl, with a 22 caliber handgun. This woman, oh. possibly the luckiest serial killer victim in the history of serial killer victims. Yeah. Richard Ramirez pulls Pulls out the gun. She brings her hand up to defend herself. Hmm. She's got her keys in her, in her hand, hand, and the bullet ricochets off of the keys. She goes down and plays dead. Angela Ramirez goes inside, finds uh, Dale Ozazaki, who's 34. When she heard the gunshot, she ducked under the counter. And finally, when she checked to see if she was gone, pe- peeked up her head a little bit. He's wow. still there. Bah! Right Absolutely. The and this right. is really, because then you see, this is like, Again, not like any other serial killer. He started off with a very personal, like, chaotic murder and then did a gunshot kill, which is just like, where's his head at? He's obviously well, testing what he wants to do now. Like, yes, yeah. because it's the other, because you look at the, the, the differences. It's you got a fucking Ted Bundy or you got Son of Sam, where mm. Son of Sam just shot everybody because right. he had a mission. It was about mm. the mission. And then Ted Bundy, it's all about getting your dick hard. Yeah. But then he's just discovering, oh, man, I like all this shit. I'm like a Bo Jackson. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. A jack of all trades. Uh, yeah, and Son of Sam, overrated. overrated. Oh, absolutely. We all, we overrated. All oh, we yeah, know yeah. that. Yeah, we, we all know that. that. Oh, yeah. I don't fart. even know if he, I don't think that he actually classifies as a heavy hitter. He does not I mean, classify. He's got the he's got like a character to him. That's, that's why. Right. That's yeah. the that thing about true. him. And he, yeah. he made New York really scared. He did. We might talk yeah. about him. But yeah. anyway, let's get back to Ramirez here. So he's, he's a man of his time. He yeah. was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, what's are... his name? Johnny Winter. That, that, that albino He had a very specific time period that he was relevant. Still good chords. Still good licks. I liked it. So are these the first two women that he has killed with a gun? Uh, he only killed. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I mean, the only one killed the one that attempted. Was, was yeah. a knife. Yeah. Okay. And the same night, one hour later, and he does this a lot, where he'll mm-hmm. go out and just immediately he'll go for another one. He found this girl. Her name was Veronica Yu. He stopped the car, put his car in the park, walked over to her car, pulled her out of the car, called her a bitch, and shot her in the fucking head. Uh, that's now, the how do that we, we know that he called her a bitch? Because uh, yeah. that's what uh, yeah. you hear it over and over again yeah all the pe- people that survived him said that that was just like i know it's like it's very strange but that's part of what like led to getting him mm-hmm. was that he said shut up bitch to every woman he murdered yeah, and I they see. they like this and everybody is probably one of mike's with. lessons of course is his yeah. cousin mike of course i'm sure well, this you got, everyone's gotta have a like everyone's gotta have yeah. a motto you know john wayne gacy what people didn't really know is he had a really fun catchphrase it was like oh there goes the cheerios like oh, every single funny. time he oh, shot it 
And yeah. he strangled a boy and he came all over himself. Oh, those were the yeah. Cheerios? Yeah, it was the Cheerios, His yeah. sperm was the Cheerios. Yeah. Okay. Well, Richard Ramirez, in fact, in the lineup, after they uh, arrested him and they were trying to find witnesses, bitch was one of the things they had him say yeah. in the lineup. And I, See, that's why I would be going like, bitch. Yeah. Like you asked me. Yeah. <laughs> does, bitch, 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 bitch. Is that what you want to hear? Meal. Yeah, I think it was like, you shut your one. mouth or I'll kill you, bitch. And, well, he, yeah, and then Ramirez... Mouth, Delivered the line perfectly. Yeah, like, I mean, it's exactly, great actually. Okay. Exa- exactly as he said it. Like a regular Russell Crowe. Oh, yes, indeed. Although probably a better singer. I heard a lot of negative Ooh, comments. Yeah, yeah he can't sing. Well, the next uh, murder, or the next uh, couple of murders, actually, this is when his MO really starts to take shape, and this is when he starts to get really really fucking brutal. Yes. He breaks into the house of these people known as their last the Maxine and Vincent Zazara. Zazara. Okay, he was sixty four, she was forty four. Were his first the first three there, uh they were all Asian, right? Uh I No, they weren't no, all Asian. They, they were, were Spanish, Asian, um so I mean, Spanish. Is he there, did, sp- it was Asian, Spanish. Well, that's are these a, are, and what kind of class of people is he killing here? Low in the class, anyone. And, and then it was all, no. because then he started neighborhood hopping and city hopping. You would because drive to yeah. all different areas of, right. of uh, Hollywood, and it but, wasn't and all Angeles. lower class either. There was some upper class. I mean, he went in, down in the to, beginning. There were some upper class people. All throughout, yeah. Okay. There was a, that's one of the things that made him so hard to catch because there was no pattern to his victims. He yeah, would kill, right. and you you say and like you know he, he didn't wanted. kill. You didn't. He didn't kill any uh, Mexican women. Maria Hernandez. Yeah, he sure. tried killing her. It didn't matter to him. It was just whoever right. was there, whoever was easy. He'd go out. He'd scope out the houses. He'd say that one. He'd go in and he would do shit like okay. he did to the Zazaras. He broke into their house at two a.m. Vincent was sleeping on the couch, just walked up, popped him in the head. Which and that is part became of his, his, his M.O. now. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. I takes the dude, kills the dude immediately, and then moves to the woman. So yeah. if you're in a fight with your husband or your wife, just sleep in the bed together. <laughs> you know, don't, don't make somebody sleep on the couch. You guys love each other. Say I love you before you go to sleep. Uh, it's a very dangerous place to sleep. <laughs> so he breaks into the house, shoots the guy. The wife hears him. Okay. She goes and finds Vincent's shotgun, her husband's shotgun, mm-hmm. and she's about to shoot him. Click. No bullets no in the gun. No bullets in the because gun. Because Vincent, oh, no. a couple days before, had taken the bullets out of the gun because their grandchildren had come to visit. So I Vincent, mean, being a nice, good grandfather, doomed his wife doomed to death. Doomed his wife to, uh, to a problem. Well, this is a problem. Like, is, oh, did she and die? But we can't have Alex Jones. We can't have Alex Jones hear this. If, if NRA <laughs> people hear this, they're like, that's why you keep the bullets in the gun. When the Hispanic man comes down knocking on your door. Did she uh, die in this, in this attack? Well, I'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel yeah, it wasn't she, exactly great for her. Yeah, she absolutely died because after uh, she tried shooting him with the shotgun, boom, 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 three shots mm. right in the chest. And then she died almost instantly. This is when the mutilation comes in. Yeah, now he okay. starts getting really, it, yeah, he changes. Yeah. Here's what um, here's what police found at the crime scene. This is, uh, this is a little excerpt. This is an excerpt from uh, a book by Clifford L. Uh, Lindecker. Who wrote a fucking great book? Lindecker. Yeah. Lindecker. Or Lindecker. maybe Lindecker. Yeah, Lindecker sounds, the dick licker? Are you kidding like me? A, this guy was tormented. <laughs> Lindecker, you're a dick licker. You're going like, write- I will write a wonderful true crime novel Whatever, Lindecker. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to get him on the show sometime. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, no I'm just, it's a comedy podcast. No, Lindecker, please come on the show. I'm not going to say dick licker. Here's what, it, here's what he said. They would never forget the sight of Maxine Zazara's mutilated face. 
Her eyes were gouged out, and the empty sockets were ringed with blackened gobs of Oof. blood and tissue. God. The killer had bl- plunged a knife through her left breast, leaving a large, ragged, T-shaped wound. There were other cruel injuries to her neck, face, and abdomen, and around the pubic area. She had been butchered. Yeah. Really the closest, up, huh? I mean, you know, the closest celebrity that we could say she looked like was a... Older Suzanne Summers. Oh, uh, really unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Richard yeah. scooped out the eyes, cut the eyes yeah. out, put them in a jewelry box, and took them home. Oh, see, like that's, a, a, yeah, that's you, an interesting... It's like Jerry Orbach all yeah. over again. Doesn't seem like you, you, don't, you don't put this... You know, she in. gave the gift of sight to one Hispanic serial killer. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you saw anything with her eyes, but he certainly held them in his hands anyway. That's the thing. Uh, it's like, what do you do with his eyes? You know what I mean? If it was me, but I have kind of a gauchier style, you know? A gauchier... Cufflinks. Yeah, you want your eyes to be used as cufflinks. Uh, I just feel like you don't... Uh, you don't keep an eye out for me. You know, I'm like, oh. So you want to be killed, your eyes gouged out, they're used as cufflinks, so then your serial killer can be punny? Yeah, a really funny joke at some kind of cocktail party he goes right, with, right. like, Hitler's relatives. Yes, yes. Yeah. It just seems like this woman shouldn't be taken out in a body bag, but, like, what are, what are, what are Deli's wrap sandwiches in? You know, Wax paper? Wax like a paper? wax paper. Yeah. Why, though? Why? She's meat. Uh, he made her God. straight up deli meat. Yeah, I mean yeah. that was the goal. That's what he wanted. Then she becomes not human at all. She becomes he's totally in control. Is, she's his plaything. He can do whatever he wants. And with sexually it. now, uh, and I don't know this. Is, is is it like Dennis Rader? Is it like BTK? Did he come as soon as he you know killed her? And when the blood, uh, it doesn't you know, seem like blood, it, it wasn't like it, it seems like it's not like that. It's more like I mean he got hard. He probably jerked off about it for days. But yeah. I don't think that it was that. Fervent, like right. it because because BTK he was, came like the first time he killed somebody, he came. He's like, I didn't know I was going to do that. Would build up the suspense of doing it for f- months. He would right. wait and he'd let it sit and build and build and build. So of course he just shoots as soon as he's done. Sure. Richard Ramirez was just getting one, getting one, getting one. Yeah. and a lot of times he's doing. He's committing sexual assault, so it's not even just the act. He's doing, he's raping and getting his release and then murdering. But he doesn't rape every time. He no. doesn't rape every and time. And he doesn't kill every time kill either. Every time. Sometimes Which is, he just rapes and then walks away. He's an incredible, mm. he was, to what, an evil fucker. Like, what, yeah. like, he was just the worst of the worst just that ever he existed. Just to do there, yeah. yeah. Well, the first clue mm. that the cops have, besides the ACDC cap that uh, Richard left at the Maria Hernandez crime Oh, so he left you made me so mad if yeah. I left my ACDC hat. I bet you gotta go back since he was, like, 15. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you gotta go back. You gotta get that ACDC hat I can't believe back. I left my hat. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing something. Like, a, sta- a shot to dude, a stab to uh, girl. Why is my beautiful hair flowing in the wind? Oh, my, my fucking ACDC hat. <laughs> It's my favorite one. What oh, he left man. behind at this one would be one of the things that would lead the police to him. The sneakers. Yes. The infamous Avia sneakers. He left his shoes. Well, this is how... Well, he didn't leave his shoes. He left a foot pit, footprint, footprint behind. Footprint, yeah. Okay. And this is how the police finally figured out that they had a serial killer on their hands. Because they found this footprint. They found the, found the same footprints over at Maria Hernandez. They found the same footprints over at his very first victims. They mm-hmm. found them around Veronica Yu. They found... They had a link. Finally, and pretty much that is when um, that's always when the serial killer cases start to immediately like the secrecy of your actions as a serial killer start to crumble as soon as the idea of the serial killer is put together. Yeah, as soon as they know that it's a serial killer, because now they're looking for the comparisons. Because he was obviously playing a game by driving for different cities around Los Angeles so that he could, you know, you separate the crimes, you make it look it's happening over here, it's happening here. You change up mo's, no one can find it. And at the time, the the LAPD was 
notorious for not communicating within different precincts. Yeah. It was, right. they would it was be highly competitive. High, extremely competitive, right. so they just didn't work together at all. In fact, the guys that were on the case that were eventually put on the case, same cop that caught Gary Ridgway. By that the guy's way. a great cop, too. That, that guy's that, a fantastic cop. What's his cop. name? Um, uh, the, the Green the, the River. The head of the investigator. The I can't remember. Is, we'll get to him on the next he's episode. He's such a cool yeah. fucking... Yeah. Like, I was watching interviews with him, and what a great fucking yeah. cop. Mm. Of course, Gary Ridgway, the Green River Killer. I think that his... Uh, his numbers are the highest numbers uh, recorded. Yeah, yeah, and he's got that he's got that plus. cliff mustache, which is oh, nice it's, to it's see. really something. So yeah. the man had terrible taste in shoes. That's what I've learned so yeah, much. Yeah, about. yeah, but so just far, Richard Ramirez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't a fancy dresser, right. and he wasn't a smooth talker. But he went <laughs> and he did what he had to do, yeah. kind of like a certain President Lincoln. President but Lincoln President went Lincoln. out there. He made a career for himself, <laughs> and that's what you got to do in this world. You got to take the bulls by the horns. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I'm surprised, Avia. Now I don't believe that shoe company still exists. I have no idea. I don't think so. They should have, they should have hopped babies. on it. They should have hopped on this as a marketing campaign. You want to stalk? <laughs> you all looking to fucking stab some families? So quiet. They, the women won't even hear you sneak That's into right. the closet. Won't even wake up a guy on a couch. <laughs> oh, no. They're still around. Hell yeah. Yeah. Made by a guy in Oregon. What? <laughs> One man in Oregon. One man in Oregon. He's like, I'm going to keep my legacy going. I don't care. <laughs> Ain't no serial killer going to crush the quiet, beautiful action of my, my tennis shoe sneakers. I love those tennis shoes. None's going to keep Jerry Stubblefield down. <laughs> That's his name, Stubblefield. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, the cops are on to him. They know a serial yeah. killer is on the loose. They know the, ser- the serial killer is on the loose, but not necessarily. They're not on his trail yet. In May 14th, 1985, he breaks into the house of Bill and Lillian Doyle. I'm it's a bad name. It's a bad name. It's a bad, it's a bad name. It's I mean, we're not going to... I, I mean, the victims, they live, died I horribly. I can't do that, you know? Can't, we just I cannot can't. just say just... Do, 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 What's do, the do, name? It's hard... It's hard to even say the name Doi without going the Doi 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 You know, kind of like... Right. You know, what's his name? I'm from Gilbert Grape. There are certain people that have Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Yeah. 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 But I won't uh, do that. No. no. And, We're you, didn't. Above and it. you didn't do it. Um, but, Henry, I'm interested. Who did who did he kill next? What? Oh, he who did, did, who the, did the, Richard Ramirez? Who? Lillian. Oh, all right. Oh, interesting. <laughs> all right. All right. So Miss Doy and her husband Doy. Yes. Bill and Lillian Doy. They have names. They were human beings with pulses <laughs> and families. Hey, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm. At uh, least their names weren't like Cracker Pants or something. Yeah. You know, like even a worse last name, you know. Bill Doy. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So Richard it's Ramirez a, walks okay. in and shoots Bill in the face. That's rude to yeah. do. How do you like that? I don't like it. I but don't like he, it. Bill survived for a bit. Okay. And uh, Ramirez beat him unconscious. Uh, so he went into Lillian's bedroom, found Lillian there. Mm. That's my grandmother's name, by the way. Lillian. Yeah. Oh, that's it's amazing. A, it's a beautiful <laughs> name. I want to humanize her after you were so rude about Mrs. Doyle. You did it to me. I didn't do anything. <laughs> he bound her with thumb cuffs. So I yeah. guess he brought those along. And which this is uh, an interesting thing because Richard huh. rarely brought the weapon of destruction with him unless it was his gun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thumb he found cuff. everything in the house. Yeah, it was usually he'd use ties, he'd use rope. Uh we'll get I to I told you not to buy that used. garden gnome. <laughs> you know, you just imagine he slams a chicken somebody in well, the Well, I bet that. the thumb I bet the thumb uh cuffs that idea probably came from his cousin Mike. It sounded like I bet that that was a because you, I'm I've a little heard bit that confused. used in detaining that's used for like like uh, mm-hmm. quick like make sure everybody get their hands behind their back and it's great for questioning. Yeah. I think I know so what you're going to ask, Ben. Yeah. Uh, Mike 
Only he was found criminally insane. Yes, because of his time spent in Vietnam, and he only spent four years in prison before he was released. And him and Richard stayed in touch all throughout this time. So the the doys are not having a good night. No, no, no. Lillian is thumb cuffed. This is when he starts. You know, of course, this is when he starts with the "Shut up, bitch, or I'll kill you." Yeah, really getting "Shut up, bitch, or I'll kill you." That was the line that he always that he said at the lineup when they brought the witnesses in. Uh, He uh, put the thumb. Did he? Do you think he thought about different lines like "Keep quiet, woman"? Oh, we'll, yeah, talk, yeah, we'll yeah. get into hey, his... Uh, pipe down, he, lady. He did turn it into a performance. Yeah. He did. Yeah, yeah down the yeah. line. He really did. He got to be a master at the performance. Uh, so the guy that he had shot in the face and beat unconscious, Bill, he woke up again. Oh, God damn. He crawled to the telephone, and while Richard was busy hmm. with uh, busy raping... Lillian in the other room, who, by the way, was an invalid as well. Yes, that was she the thing. They invalid. slept in separate rooms because she had cerebral palsy. She had yeah. something like it. Yeah. And she was bound to a hospital bed. And he, yeah, it's bad crime. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not it's like bizarre. a funny crime. No, this no, one is. No, I mean, no, this is funny. That's why we bring light to D. Uh, to, to, these monsters are not scary. Uh, they are ridiculously stupid people uh, that we must make fun of. They're very scary, uh, though. And they yeah. are terrifying. <laughs> That's the whole Richard thing. Richard Ramirez is a terrifying guy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yes, horrible, yes, yes, horrible yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was just trying to rationalize why we do the show. <laughs> you know, when, when we go on CNN and people no, are like, No, 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 no. That will guys, be years from now yeah. when they do Born to Podcast, the UK. <laughs> you're thinking they will, they, they will examine our lives and see where right. we started. Right, 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 right. Uh, uh, so yes. the Lillian Doyle survived. Uh, because as soon yeah. as the man called the police, um, he went back into unconsciousness. Richard heard the uh-huh. sirens coming, and he got the fuck out of there before he killed. Before he was able to kill the woman, and of course, Bill died from his injuries God at five thirteen that morning, but not before saving his wife. So, Bill, mm-hmm. we made Henry specifically made fun of his last name quite a bit, but he died a hero. He died a hero. Yeah. There, there are a lot of, what's cool, well, I mean, we'll get into the second, when we do the second half of the episode as well, yeah. there are a lot of heroes in this story. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing about, like, normally when we do these serial killer stories, it's, to be honest, mostly these people dumb get cops. away because it's yeah. dumb cops and competing shit, but it's like, honestly, you'll see this story made people kind of step up to the plate. They did, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, I mean, the end, obviously, we'll get to his capture, but the way that he is captured, captured is, is one incredible. of the incredible. One of the most impa- crazy stories I've ever heard. Yeah. And of yeah. course, we'll get to that. Yeah. So the Doys are no longer, uh, or one Doy is no longer with us. No, one Doy is no longer with us. Let's move on to when he starts to move on. <laughs> it's just the way you say it. What it's doy? the way you say it and you look, you do a side look at me real quick and then you just move on like you didn't do that. You know? <laughs> what did I do? It doesn't well, let's continue. Let's continue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's continue. Let's continue with, um, all right, contain yourself. All right. Um, Ma Bell. That's a fine name. I yeah, like Ma Bell. It was like a neighborhood nickname for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma yeah. Bell and Nettie horribly Lang. murdered. Florence Lang. <laughs> I assume everyone brought up by Marcus will be murdered at some point. <laughs> yeah, in this yeah, story, yeah, yeah, yes. definitely. Uh, they were 83 and 81, respectively. Oh, my goodness. God, he, uh, high, huh? he, uh, he walked into their house. Why? I mean, he's just all, he's all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. Nine yeah. years old uh, it's to a easy paraplegic to kill an 80-year-old person. To an 80-year-old? I mean, yeah. He walks in the house. Who knows what he had planned to do with him? And that's what what this case tells me is I don't think even he knew what he was going to yeah. do. No, when he, he was, was walking in. He these was being houses. real Johnny Coltrane about it, yeah. improvising. <laughs> I mean, if you if you it, it, it would say if you shoot an eighty year old on the couch, it's probably the you know at least it's covered in plastic. 
the couch. Uh, so you can just kind of, I mean, I'm serious. Older people, there was something about an older generation. They love to cover everything in plastic. I don't know what it was. I don't know. What, I'm not making this stuff up. Um, those um, Hummel but, figurines are a bitch to clean them. Yeah. They, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, put those in the dishwasher. Cracks, yeah, you got to dishwash those. Yeah, you can get all of, of their weird little Dutch flat hats. Yeah, yeah. yeah brim, gotta, use a Q-tip, maybe. Yeah. He walks in. First thing he sees. It's not bad. No, it's fine. It's a nice. hammer. On the counter. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grabs the hammer. Thwack, bludgeons one woman. God. Thwack, goes and bludgeons the other. Goes back to the first woman. Gets an idea. He takes Bing. the light. <laughs> how the light bulb shows up like in a Looney Tunes cartoon. Logistics. Well, that's very appropriate because he took a lamp. He ripped the cord out. Ripped the wires out. And then started shocking Ma Bell with the wires. Was yeah. she alive or dead? Yes, she was alive. Yeah. She was alive, yeah. and he made a makeshift these, torture device. These like women that. survived for three more days. Do you think Mike taught her how to do that as well? Yeah, uh, yes. Because, yeah, honestly, that is a that is a army uh, uh, interrogation torture, yeah. technique. Yeah, that is what they do. They do that. No, I'm certain when you look because he learned so much from his cousin Mike. His yeah. cousin Mike was just. The fucking Chef Boyardee yeah, he, of this alphabet soup he's making, you know? I'm not sure about the analogy, but I'll say, yeah, <laughs> you know that's my job, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, how long did he torture uh, Miss Bell for? It's unknown how long he tortured Ugh. her for, but after he was done with uh, the electrical cord, because after he hit him uh, in the head... Um, uh, he raped them. Yeah. Okay. After uh, after that. And then that's when, again, something just clicked in his head. He went and grabbed a tube of Ma Bell's lipstick and drew a pentagram on her inner thigh. And this is when it yeah. became... Because they, I think that there's also... I imagine... He's having in, insane psychic experiences. I'm. I imagine psychic? that he like. I mean, just like psychical. Like he's having probably like dreams and like walking person, like hallucinations. Uh-huh. Like they talk about this all the time. He's li- his fantasies were always more real than reality. Like they, that's a big thing with serial killers. He's now literally when they talk about what it. It's do you like mean his fantasies were more real than reality? He lived in his fantasy world when he was a kid and doing these sort of sadistic scenarios yeah. in his head for so long. Now it's like, you know, like we talk about all the time, like if you, when you're making like do, performing, like we love performing yeah. when you want it, when you're finally doing what you want to do and it feels satisfying, there are moments when it feels almost surreal. It feels yeah. like you're walking through a dream. He was like, well, you're, you're living your dream. You're by living definition. your dream. Yeah. So he is in this sort of high, not high. I hate the term high functioning, but mm-hmm. he's in this place now. Seems pretty high functioning tearing a goddamn lamp off he's and making going a, nut. He's a just makeshift going nuts. Uh, shocking device. He's gone yeah. complete, completely feral and now it's him doing like putting that the, the pentagram on her. Right. It mean like he's like this is my fucking thesis. Mm-hmm. This is gonna it's gonna be This is my Zodiac sending in the yeah. fucking yeah. Uh, you know. And he drew the pentagram on one bedroom wall went over and drew a pentagram on the other bedroom wall and here's an odd thing. Uh, when they found now these- we're gonna get to an odd thing. Yeah, <laughs> are you kidding? Here's an odd thing. God, what, how many deaths are we on? We're at eight deaths so he far. He left nine Snoopy dolls there. Well, that, that, <laughs> that would actually be odd. Okay. Now I had my, I had, I had ten Snoopy dolls. I only got one Snoopy doll. Oh shit! Oh, shit! I left it. This it really is an odd thing, especially for a serial killer. He makes himself right at home. Yeah, he goes. Well, this he, is very similar to uh, BTK again. He did stuff. You would like eat that. a cereal, yeah, and, like it. Yeah, but this guy, but BTK was doing it to be a dick. Yeah, he was doing it to be a dickhead. Oh, and Richard was doing it to be no. Richard Ramirez he was just was hungry. A, he was hungry. He ate two bananas, drank a couple of cans of soda, pissed in the toilet, didn't flush. That's rude. 
Very rude. No, if it's yellow, let it mellow. <laughs> no, that's true. Maybe he did say that. Yeah. Uh, and a few days later, a handyman found these two old women still alive. God Whoa, damn. Really? They survived for days. There were multiple skull fracture. There was brain matter exposed. Their vaginas were all chewed up. Oh, oh, and- Marcus Parks. Marcus Parks. God. You're out of the dinner. Get out of dinner. Your mother cooked a nice steak meal and you're just talking about Ramirez chewing up an 80-year-old's pussy. Get out of here. Damn. Well, not, not I mean, I'm only Texas. using, I mean, not literally chewed up. I'm just saying chewed up in the Texas sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you get your arm caught in a combine, your arm's going to be all chewed up. It doesn't, it's not, yeah, of right, course. Right. Yeah, yeah, like their yeah. vaginas were. Yeah, it's like a burrito halfway yeah, through a Henry's yeah, yeah, destroyed. Yeah, 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 no, old. except it's gone. I don't just chew it and leave it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It was it was a gum type thing. Yeah. And it's that is gummy. where we're gonna end Richard Romero's part no, one I, when Satanism to, comes in. I want to ask this though, uh, quickly, because I always love your guys' opinion. As far as news media goes, he has his pentagram, he has all this press uh coming in. Yeah, they because they the created the Night Stalker. He, yeah, but uh, is Night Stalker created? Yes. Not yet. No, not at this point. No, it's not yet. Okay. No, no, no. At this point, okay. he's still known as the walking killer and the valley intruder. Okay. So the, the screen door intruder didn't make it. No, that was very short-lived. Um, so do you guys think that the fact that the media covered it in such a uh, glamorous way, it fed into him? Yes. And then he, and he was Entirely. like, this is going to make the front pages yes. and did the pentagram thing. Yes, yeah. that is why he escalated his brutality, definitely. It's yeah. all about attention because then it becomes, yeah. once it's getting past your, because that's the thing. These people have such this sense of superiority. They want, they believe that other people are bugs. They look at people like right. they're fucking animals and bugs. They hate mm-hmm. them. They hate everybody else. They want everyone to see, like, I'm the fucking king of the hill now yeah. everyone's going to be scared of me if someone sees my face that was like a part of it when his face gets released later on he enjoyed it a little bit mm-hmm. like yeah, he liked he it, it a little bit yeah, yeah they, they want he want he was a student of serial killers as well he was a guy who grew up Again, reading about yeah. serial killers very common same thing he's he had the fucking like he, he may as well have had fucking serial killer trading cards he knew who he wanted yeah. to be he knew he wanted to put himself in serial killer history and serial killer trading cards did exist for quite a they while did. I remember matter of fact they might be around um uh, well we're gonna do more this yeah. uh, next week no. uh this it, there's a lot to it the most brutal murders are yet to come this guy is the uh this guy legitimately scares me reading about his stuff scares me what ha- how what he escalates to it gets even oh scarier God. like um, it's hard it's like even after what like i want a joke but the the murders are just so fucking brutal i've been desperately trying to make jokes <laughs> i know and you've been failing <laughs> failing <laughs> marcus take that out that's rude that's rude uh no i want to say um and I don't know the name of the fella, but uh, somebody just made some amazing fan art and uh, sent it to us on Twitter. Uh, really phenomenal stuff. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Uh, and uh, the last podcast page has been fucking unbelievably awesome. Yeah, so join so, the last podcast page on Facebook. Have fun. Post shit. That's you know, right. It's a lot of fun. Um, follow us on Twitter. Yeah, Ben Kissel, Marcus Parks, and Henry Loves You. Uh, hail Satan. Hail Satan. And then Henry's actually going to be a guest on Top Hat, so check that out. We're going to talk about, uh, speaking of Leonardo DiCaprio, we're going to talk about your experience on Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. Street. Absolutely. Uh, I want to give a shout out to that guy. His name is Nick Wright. His uh, Twitter handle is at F, uh, F Marv Illustrate. Hell yeah. So go follow that guy. He did some amazing fan uh, Yeah, and again, buy, buy t-shirts from AtomicCotton.com. That's right. Show them some love. And, They're great. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. Well, Magoostalations. Magoostalations. Halgeen. And of course, hail me! Well, hail and hail yourself, Senri. Yeah. Let them yeah. hail themselves. God, go ahead, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Don't yell at them. Yeah. Marcus, well, we love you. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah, we do love you. 
Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.